Welcome to Why Is with Ryan Day. We're back in the green room. It's time to talk about movies that are related to the MCU. So, Danny, I have some uh, good news. Are you pregnant? <laughs> uh, no. Better. Clarkson's Farm is getting a second series. So why you told me this last week, dude? No, I told you last week that it wasn't getting a second series. You sure? Yeah, Are you hundred percent sure about yes. this? Go back and listen. I, I thought I thought that was two weeks ago. May may have been two weeks ago. It wasn't getting. All I know is for the listeners at home, they've got to know that Clarkson's Farm in this saga. That's happening on our podcast. They have to know that Clarkson's Farm is getting a series two on Amazon. I'm so proud of you. It's I didn't do anything, but thank you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wait, have a good life. Oh, thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> I watched uh, Sister Act this week. It was It's all right. I mean, it's a slow start. Then it, seen it. Then gets gets to going. Um, Whoopi Goldberg. You know, yeah. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Goldberg. She's she, in it. she definitely has a lot more fun with the role. Like when you get further on into the into the film, um, and that's heavily it's it's super noticeable. I di- I was stage manager for this uh, show back in the summer of two thousand seventeen. I think. Yeah. And it, the musical's so much better. Uh, it's so so much better. Music's done by Alan Minken, um, who, for listeners at home, uh, that is the same person who uh, who's done music for tons of Broadway shows and is including Little Shop of Horrors. And he's also done the music for uh, Hercules, um, the animated Disney Hercules. Um, the musical is much better than the movie, um, but the movie's on Disney Plus. It's it's a watch through. It's it's enjoyable. Maggie Smith is is uh, great as always, and Whoopi Goldberg is I I buy her as Dolores. Yeah, she's she's pretty great. Um, but the musical <laughs> again, the musical is better. So yeah, Tyler. Oh no, where are you going? Oh no, I'm back. Oh, but thank God Luke got here so we can talk about our Green Room movie, which, what a coincidence, we chose the same movie. And let me tell you, listeners, it is, like, this is this isn't a bit. Literally, I had my mind written down, and I was like, all right, so what is yours, Luke? And he just goes, oh, it's... Boss Baby 2, Family Business. Family Business. Ah, uh, Yeah. I am ready to talk Boss Baby. Uh, I'm always um, ready to talk okay. Boss Baby in the Boss Baby Extended Universe. Uh, do you want to start or should I start? Uh, yeah, how about- I've told my story about the Boss Baby on this podcast before, I believe, about how I went to the midnight premiere of the original. <laughs> 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 I, I, my beginning with it is, is a bit less... Um, pomp and circumstance i had a so i was doing this choir job and we would have to carpool to the next town up and um 
So he was like, Boss Baby, it's so good. I love it. It's fantastic. I mean, he was a tenor. Um, that, that says enough. <laughs> so he's a tenor. No, he's a, a he tenor. A <laughs> And I know, I know, I heard you. <laughs> he was a tenor. Oh, yes, um, maturity-wise, sometimes <laughs> close too, but very, very nice, light voice tenor. Did fantastic with art songs in German mm-hmm. leader. Um, and yeah, he was like, "It's fantastic." I'm like, you know, I'm going, I'm going to watch it, and can't say I was disappointed. Um, was this on DVD? So when it was on DVD, it was on Netflix. On but yeah, after. After theaters, okay, definitely okay. not the midnight show. After theaters, that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I watched oh, it, and I definitely remembered it and thought it was enjoyable. Um, but it is my poster child of obnoxious core. Yeah, how uh, how could it not be? Yeah, it's yeah. And that gets into one of my favorite um, things in the in the second movie was uh, you know in that first act when. What's his face? Tom, right? Is that his name? Or no, Tim. Talking Tim, it's Timmy, uh, Timmy Templeton. Templeton. And he's talking with his Timmy Templeton was an ordinary kid. He's he's talking with his daughter so. and he's talking about the story about her her uh, Ted being, you know, this baby and uh she's just like that story didn't make much sense. And he replies, But the jokes were good, right? And it's just like that's a perfect encapsulation of of my thoughts on that first movie. It's like, I enjoyed it. I'm not sure I could give you a synopsis of it. I think... Well, first, I want to ask you, before we get into it, too, is where did you see Boss Baby 2? Did you stream it? Because it's on streaming. No, I... Or did you see it in... Th- did you go to the theater? No, this was my first time going to a a theater in probably two, <laughs> two and a half years. It was even before the pandemic. I think Endgame was the last movie I saw in theaters. So, um, I am so happy this is your grand return to theaters. How it happened is I so I bought a new car on Monday, and the the fe- okay. it's a it's a Mini Cooper. It's nice, and the 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 defining feature of this car is that it has air conditioning, and my girlfriend lives two hours away. So I'm like, I'm going to celebrate buying this new car by driving up and seeing my girlfriend. Thunder. Makes sense. And so she, so it was just like, hey, we're going to see this movie. Me, some friends, my friends' kids are going to watch this movie. So like, I was there with my girlfriend, um, her two friends, her other friend, her boyfriend, and they're like combined seven kids. <laughs> so... Taking out the yeah. full roll. Full so it was, it was fun. I went to see this. Um, I want to get into the context. Is I went to see this after work yesterday. I get off work around five thirty. I had to go to a theater twenty minutes away for a six p.m. show. I rushed in, and the real reason I went was honestly twofold. Is that one? I know these theater the show times are beginning to be pushed back to just like when kids can go see it, which means I can't go see it during the work week. Mm-hmm. But also, um, I have a birthday popcorn that expires on <laughs> on uh, Sunday. So I was like, well, if I'm going to see this at 6 p.m. right after work, I can at least get the popcorn and have that be my dinner, basically, and I'll get, like, a burger afterwards. And that's what I did. Because um, I get a free large popcorn and a free large drink, so I just did that, and that was my dinner. Yeah. That was my dinner. <laughs> uh, 
But what sucked about this is, and, I, and this is kind of why I wish Kai was here, no offense, is that uh, I saw Spirit Untamed yeah. a few months ago, and listeners will might remember this, is my issue with Spirit Untamed was that I thought the sound mixing was so bad, because I could hear the Space Jam 2 trailer, mm-hmm. right? And I could hear all the trailers fine, but when Spirit Untamed played, I could not hear any of it. Now, with this, I could tell as soon as the Jungle Cruise trailer started to play, and then the Sing trailer, I was like, no, the sound is bad yeah. in this theater. I missed about 20% of the jokes because it was too quiet. However, I have a hot take on Boss Baby 2. Before, I have plenty as well. Uh, Well, this is an overall take. Is that while the first Boss Baby is like an obnoxious core masterpiece, I think Boss Baby 2 is actually a legitimately good movie. Like, I was very impressed personally. I was like, huh. Like, this is a very logical way to go about the sequel. It is based in heart, (laughs) like, throughout... And it wore, I, I, and this might be also to me Christmas stuff. We, we'll get into the Christmas stuff, but it's set at Christmas. And Christmas things, I'm always like a little like, well, it can be small. Yeah. It can be a little cheesy because it's about Christmas. Uh, and I genuinely think this is a. I think the first film gets more points because of how much of a surprise yeah. it was to me. But this is like, I'm like, no, this is at least on par with the first movie. It might be better when I can actually hear it. Uh, yeah. And that really surprised me. Uh, because I just remember being mad they recast Tobey Maguire. So. Yeah. Because Tobey Maguire played Timmy Templeton and the mm-hmm. adult Timmy in the first movie. And that Nubbed. was James Larson. But I don't know. Where, where did you fall? Did you, do you think the first um, was better? You know, I I was a little surprised at how, like, genuinely affected I was by this movie. It was almost like there was definitely some actual heart to it. Also, we have to acknowledge that it's pretty much just, like, a 90s christmas movie or like a dad redemption arc i was actually uh, at one point and I, I i appreciate but also i'm okay let's go say it right now is i was thinking it was gonna go back to the future with a very weird incest yeah. subplot i'm very glad it didn't same i was there. a little like okay so wait <laughs> but, what how is this happening with because you see the babies in the trailer <laughs> and like how does I was just real confused. We, we should listen. We should explain a little to the listeners what the plot yeah. of Boss Baby Two is, because I'm sure a lot of them probably ignored its existence. Um, in so, first Boss Baby again, it doesn't really matter. But now they've grown up and they are adults that are in their thirties. So this sequel takes place about twenty years after the yeah. first one, which I think in and of itself is a very exciting thing for a movie to do for kids. Is like, yeah, this one's such yeah. years and him, uh, Timmy, he has two kids. He has a a baby, and he has Tabitha, who is kind of Tina's the baby uh, name. Tina's Tabitha. the baby. So Tabitha's the older one. No, Tabitha. Tina's the younger one. Tabitha's the yeah. older. Tina's the baby. Yeah, yeah. You just didn't say her name. I was like, Tina. yeah, and but yeah. So Tabitha's going to a school, and she's very, like, worried about school, and Tim has too active of an imagination, and he's grown grown distant with Ted. Ted's the boss Yeah, Ted's baby. the boss baby. Just for the... Yeah, he's Which the boss it's, baby. And then it turns out... Oh, I was just yeah. going to say, it's equally jarring to hear Alec Baldwin's voice coming out of baby as it is like this like 30 40 year old businessman it just it still seems completely misplaced 
Well, I will, well to go along with that is let's get to the plot. Is that the plot of this movie is that Tina is a new boss baby who's yes. in the family business who now does work life balance, which I will say right now, Tina is the best addition to this movie. She is phenomenal. She's mm-hmm. a great character. And plus they have Amy Sedaris yeah. voicing her, which to me is so fun because, you know, you'd expect them to try to match Alec Baldwin in fame, but no, they're like, Amy Sedaris is the best voice for this role. And it, it, she is. She I, I cannot imagine another actor. Oh, totally. Uh, it's one of those, like, yeah, just, and she's... Like, I know that voice, but I don't want to know that voice because I believe that this is this baby doing this. Yeah. Exactly. She's great in this. But she's like, I have a mission from Baby Corp, which is left ambiguous on if it is a mission from mm-hmm. Baby Corp or not, but it's okay because it allows us for our plot. Um, and in the mission, she allows Tim and the Ted, who I still just want to call the titular boss baby, because anytime they call him Ted, I'm like, huh? And I'm like, oh yeah, that's the boss baby. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like I, I like do that meme where like you point to the screen and you're like, that's the boss baby. Uh... But anyway, uh, and it turns them back into Timmy as he was in the age in the first film and Ted as the baby. Um, and they go on this mission to discover, to search um, Jeff Goldblum's charter school. And it's all Christmas and it's all nice. But the reason I bring up all this is that it's very jarring initially to hear James Marsden's adult voice come out of the 10-year-old body that we saw yeah. in the last movie. But I get used to it. And I think ultimately, I think Marsden's casting, recasting works because he sinks. Mm-hmm. I think James Marsden has a very nice yeah. voice, personally. And you're, you're the musician. Yeah. You might disagree with me. But yeah, yeah, I mean, good. the the back half of this it would not be good with Toby movie good. is practically a musical in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> the agnostic joke is brilliant. Yeah. I was laughing so good at much of that. That, that, was, that was really good. Because the, the climax of the film centers around Jeff Goldblum, who we find out is actually a baby and has taught babies to code. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Alert. And it's okay. So, it's a boss baby, too. It's a boss baby, too. It's okay. No one Like, brainwash parents out of existence. And he creates this, like, app that's, like, tender for parents looking at kids. At, or it's like a camera <laughs> that you camera app for taking pictures of kids. It's Cutie called, Snap. Yeah, it's Cutie Snap, and it, it yeah, uh, it, it's weird, it, but it's okay because it's the boss. Yeah, baby it, universe, so it's okay. It's okay the baby. the user interface looks like a a swipe dating app. It's it's really goofy. Let's try not to think about it too hard. Um, and it all s- culminates in this Christmas pageant where uh, Tabitha is singing. <laughs> and Tim is like, I have to get back to see Tabitha sing. And everyone whips up their phones to take pictures of her singing beautifully. And yeah, so like the back half of this is is a musical, and there's a lot of animation that's really cool with that. And yeah, I agree. This the animation, the Boss Baby franchise is so oh, it's creative. so good, so it, creative. Oh, the, the first one, yeah. I actually at one point I was like, man, this reminds me of a Pixar Soul, but somehow even more like going into that um what's the word for it i don't want to say absurdist but like actually cartoon yeah realm, definitely ab- you know? absurdism was or surrealism is definitely the 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 thought that came that into my brain it. as well and we should also yeah. oh go ahead and oh no no well i wanted to bring up uh well first this movie has a rare moment where i saw a clip online and i got annoyed i saw the clip online but when it happened in context i laughed hysterically at it that is the joke. It's a very simple joke. It's a joke I've seen in several other things. When the film randomly cuts to the spirit movie of 2003, 
and then it's just the boss baby and Tim ripping down the screen. It's too real. Like a, like a really small baby. And the, yeah, the guy screams, it's too real. And it's a guy wearing a 3D glasses of spirit. And I just love, like, to me, I love it because it's like, yeah, you remember when DreamWorks would make these artful film? Well, here's the boss baby. That, that whole scene is like... <laughs> Honestly, really funny because they just keep crash. It, okay, so one of the jokes is that it's a great slapstick. Ted keeps buying these lavish really gifts, lavishly inappropriate gifts, and this comes up a few times throughout the movie. And one of them is this this like pony that is like a tank. It absolutely hates Tim, and like it's a good, it's a good, it's a good bit, bit. And it comes back an appropriate moment, and it's almost a little heartfelt. There's a little character arc for this. A pony that hates someone, pony. like it can just like run through anything, and so it's just running through movie. Th- it, like, it turns into a giant fire, which turns into a giant snowball. Like <laughs> fantastic! There's a mushroom cloud in the distance. I love it. Yeah, and it's like, all right, all right. So what were you gonna say though before oh, I brought up that scene? It's I important to to note, yeah. and as we discussed this a little bit beforehand. This is a Christmas movie that came out in July. Yes. Like. And it's it's not like Iron Man no. 3 or something like that, where it's like, oh, it's set at Christmas. Thematically, this film is, and I know it's so goofy to be like thematically about the boss baby, but thematically, this film is about nostalgia for childhood, mm-hmm. about how you want to reconnect with family. That is what Christmas movies yes. are about. This is 100% like, I like one of my takes on the like on my letterbox review. I'm like I have to rewatch this before the end of the year for two reasons. One is I missed twenty percent of the dialogues, the terrible theater. But the other one is this is a Christmas movie in a way that even like I said Shazam. I've not no. Shazam, but it's good. I recommend it. Um, but it's at Christmas and it also has kind of themes of Christmas. But I think the Boss Baby Two is a hundred percent. I mean, its climax um, is literally a Christmas pageant, and you know the father being present there and having Ted there for Christmas, the, the whole family kind of, together. And kind of the inciting incident, in a way, is saying, "I'm mad Ted gets these good presents." Yeah. you know, like in a way, like it is a hundred percent a Christmas. And of course, then of course, I want <laughs> I want to give, mention this. But also is that Jimmy Kimmel and Lisa Kudrow played the parents in the first movie. And you think, you know, you might think, they might recast because this is set 30 years later. Nope, you got Jimmy Kimmel playing a guy in his 70s in this movie. And he doesn't change his voice. And neither does Lisa Kudrow. But the difference is, I think Lisa Kudrow's voice is kind of timeless. She could either play someone super young or someone super old. Jimmy Kimmel just sounds like Jimmy Kimmel to me always. So it's just like, okay. Um, But we do have to mention, of course... So we mentioned Amy Sedaris, who is mm-hmm. the heart of the film, and and Ariana Greenblatt, who plays the daughter, who is a really good yes. child actor, who weirdly enough is like my most watched actor right now of the year on Letterboxd because I've seen five movies of her this year, which is kind of weird. Um, but anyway, uh, but then Jeff Goldblum, yes. who re- takes the role of uh, I think Steve Buscemi played the bad guy in the first movie, but this is a I don't want to say it's a better role, but it's actually a more Again, we're talking about the boss baby. Yeah, more deep role. It it has an emotional pathos it to it, and it's also uh, just absolutely perfect casting. You know, it's probably one of those things where they they had yes. him signed on, and then they wrote it knowing that. But like, you just look at the character and like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, exactly. The design. Well, also that's just how anime movies yeah. are. You know, nowadays it's like the design is based around that character. But in this case, I'm okay with it, especially with the reveal yes. of the baby. 
because then the character kind of morphs into something a bit more goofy after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's like, okay, I don't really think we can really deep dive the boss baby into it. I just think it's like, again, I want to go back to the thing where, like, I think the first one is great because of Noxious. I think this is, like, I, I think it's a good movie. Like, I felt mm-hmm. emotional in it. It has really good sequences of animation. The father-daughter plot is really Green. well done. The stuff of Amy Sedaris is the weakest thing in the movie is that I think Ted is ultimately underwritten, which is weird because he's the title yeah. character of the movie. But I don't really care because the rest of it yeah. is so good. So, yeah, I I think it's it's a good one. Like and it, it's weird to bring me to be like that when I've been like championing the boss baby since the first one came out. But I'm like, no, this one. I know I say the first one is good, but this one is like yeah. good. Good. It's one of those <laughs> movies that like. <laughs> It, when I have hypothetical children, like I'd be like, "Yeah, let's watch this." Like I don't mind watching this. Let's break it out every Christmas. Shit, it's, it's a it's a good like Christmas movie. You know, it's one that I feel like you can grow with a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I could see kids enjoying this, and then like nowadays when I watch, I'm like, "Man, this yeah." Is, like, and one of the things, one of the things I really noticed watching this movie is that. It is written and made in such a way that there is something for everyone. Like the thing that really made me notice it was, um, I I did not particularly find this this joke funny, but I know like my grandparents would love this joke and think it's the funniest thing ever. Was when they were doing that scene with the pony going through the town, and the phone kept telling them that it was recalculating. It's like, okay, that's a little like two thousand and nine, like. If you're a grandparent and like still use a GPS instead of just using your phone, that is the funniest thing in the world to you. Yeah, and it, like again, that kind of goes back to this Christmas thing, right? It feels like a movie that should come out at Christmas and then like have a bunch of people go see it, you know, like as they're outing, yeah. you know. And I want to look up something very quick while we're recording. I want to know, because a friend of mine had told me this film had never actually been scheduled for Christmas, which is crazy for me. Uh, But I want to know if it was scheduled initially for an earlier time uh, in, you know, before 2021. Uh, No, okay, yeah. The earliest it was ever scheduled was March uh, 26, 2021. And they can't move it to Christmas because it was a... uh, Sing 2 is coming out at Christmas, and... Universal is a big fan of the Illumination stuff. It puts yeah. a bunch of money in, so they're like, we don't want to move that from that lucrative spot. But I'm also like, just put this out in November. Like, there usually is an animated movie in the first yeah. week of November. This should have been that. And I think it would have... Well, what, we've done better because it wouldn't have been a pandemic and it wouldn't have been a dual release yeah. type of thing. But also, like, I think I would enjoy it more around the holidays and not in July. Yeah. Where I still think it's a Great. really good movie. <laughs> like... Ugh. So, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about The Boss Baby? I don't really think I have it. it it's not really a movie with a lot to break down. It's just Yeah, it's well, well made. made. I think yeah. there is something that could be said about um, just the role, the fact that we have a stay-at-home dad as the main character, which is something I think is like, yeah, that's cool that we have that, but it's still not a particularly fresh take on that gender role necessarily um that was just something that i kind of thought about i don't think it's necessarily a fatal flaw of an issue i'm not looking for like most progressive you know presentation of masculinity or whatever or 
uh, ambiguity and gender in Boss Baby 2 family business. It was just something that I thought was was interesting. No, oh, yeah, I get you. Yeah, I was thinking, like, you know, the first film is about brothers, and this one's kind of about fathers yeah. and daughters and even sisters at points, and I like that. Again, kind of builds, not not builds out the world, but builds out the exactly. of it to be really for everyone. So, so what's Boss Baby yeah. 3 going to be like? I have no idea, and but I hope it happens. Almost certain I, it's going to happen. I have no clue where they can go from here. No clue where it'll go from here. Honestly, if I was to say, I would say get rid of Alec Baldwin and uh, James Marsden. Just focus it on the next generation. Yeah, like they can be in it, but they shouldn't be babies again. They should just have, be there have, and have it be about Amy yeah. Sedaris and have Alec Baldwin in like one scene or something. The film does have a slight sequel hook, I think, with the mom. Um. At the very end. There's this little sequel hook about the mom. Uh, oh, what do you think it is? So maybe we'll go off of that. Well, she discovers that the baby, Amy Sedaris, spoiler alert, works for a baby corp. She, like, she picks up her toy phone and she's like, Oh, yes, yes. And then, like, cuts to the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. But, yeah. All right. Well, yep. that's our green room. Thanks. Thanks for stopping no by. No problem. Luke. Glad we could talk about the boss. The boss, the baby, the boss, baby. family business. Yeah.